I've accepted that maybe it just wasn't meant to be and maybe she was there in my life and I was there in her life so that we both can learn something new. You know, for the longest time, I had blamed Victoria for a lot of the relationship's shortcomings. But after reflecting back on it now, I too am also very much to blame as well. And maybe even more. During my relationship with Victoria, I was a fucking selfish person. However, I'm not just admitting it, I'm accepting it. Hello everybody, welcome to The Predicament, a podcast that explores how our past decisions, whether better or for worse, have influenced our present day selves by reflecting upon our own difficult, unpleasant, and embarrassing situations, otherwise known as predicaments. Today's episode is the last part in my part-by-part series where I exclusively discuss about my relationships with different women throughout my adolescence and how they've influenced my approaches to relationships today. That said, I'd like to share with you my high school dating experience. Quick disclaimer, this relationship that I had embarked was my first ever serious relationship, period. However, by no means at all, this is meant to be an excuse. But I'd like to say that a lot of the decisions that I had made throughout were questionable. But before we delve into my many fuck-ups, I'd like to share with you how exactly we met to give some context to who this person was to me. Our first encounter was quite unorthodox, actually. So let's rewind to mid-April 2017 on the day of the global picnic. To celebrate our school's diverse community, year after year, my school would hold this huge-ass cultural festival on campus. Overcrowded with 2,000-plus visitors, including families, friends, and faculty, you'll find carnival rides for all ages, free food stalls serving national cuisines, beverages, and desserts, as well as also live cultural performances. That day, I had arrangements to meet with a friend on campus. We had both agreed to wait for each other at the school's atrium. I arrived a bit early, and while waiting, your eyes, you know, tend to wander here and there. You feel? Deadass, the atrium was overflowing with visitors left and right, passing by back and forth. Amidst my gaze, I happened to lock eyes with this beautiful girl. I smiled, hoping for it to be reciprocated. But instead, her immediate response was to waltz out, walking in the opposite directions from me. I thought, Jesus, am I that ugly looking? I then received a text from my friend to instead meet at the school's auditorium, because plans change. I was like, all right, bet. As I entered the school's auditorium, I saw my friend, our mutual friend, and beside them, a familiar face. I was like, hold up a minute. Haven't I seen you before? Turns out, it's that same girl that gave me the cold shoulder. Her name was Victoria, let's call her that, and apparently, she's a friend of a friend. What are the odds? After introducing ourselves, apparently, we gave off flirtatious vibes. And so, for shits and giggles, our overbearing friends decided to play fucking Cupid. We both then ended up spending the whole ass day together. I mean, I wasn't complaining. I actually quite enjoyed it. But Victoria, however, eh, she wasn't really feeling it. We eventually parted ways, but I remember thinking, God, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. A month passes by, and I get this invite to a friend's house party. You know, it's a birthday. Now, remember when I said, God, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be? Well, he's a fucking G. Because there she was, at that party. Apparently, she's friends with the host. So, without wasting any more time, I later shot my shot. And within the next month, we started dating. 
Now, despite Victoria moving countries, we had decided to do long distance as we both mutually wanted to make it work. Sadly, however, the entirety of our three-year relationship was long distance. We had a lot of ups and downs until eventually we pulled the plug, but in spectacular fashion. I ain't exaggerating. It's bad. Definitely, we were both at fault. But depending on how it's viewed, obviously, one side could be seen as more favorable than the other. I definitely admit that there were a lot of decisions that I'm not too proud of. So I'm owning up. Now, although rocky as fuck, the relationship I embarked with Victoria was special, regardless how cliche it sounds, but for varying reasons. Even before we had met, it was a time whereby I learned how to value one's self-worth. Hey, that's mad character development. I learned self-respect. It's like that final scene from Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, where Scott and Gideon fight. Before Scott engages Gideon, he declares that he'll fight for himself leveling up and acquiring the sword of self-respect. He pulls it out of his chest and uses it to beat the shit out of Gideon. Now, I wasn't the best at it, but upon learning it, I was able to find someone who appreciates me. Victoria was literally speaking my first everything. Take that as you will. When we had dated, Victoria was very loving. You know, she really helped me throughout high school, supporting me in all my artistic endeavors, both on and off campus. But when shit hit the fan, when the relationship plunged, there were a lot of finger pointing on who's to blame. You know, for the longest time, I had blamed Victoria for a lot of the relationship's shortcomings. But after reflecting back on it now, I too am also very much to blame as well. And maybe even more. So I'll be keeping myself 100% credible. I find that oftentimes we don't talk about our mistake, so let's talk about it so you don't make the same mistake as I did. So um, if we were to address every single mistake that I had made, we would be here for fucking ever because I made too many. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about and discuss three different or three biggest, the three biggest mistakes that I had made during my relationship with Victoria. And hopefully maybe you can get some helpful insights into what uh, you shouldn't and should do. Mistake number one. You see, I had been given the impression that being in a relationship was easy. Well, it's not. It's this ever-continuing process of growth, which both you and your SO embark. And communication, well, it's the key to it all. And so if you can't communicate properly, well, you are fucked. It's a gimme, but it's that fundamental. Throughout our relationship, I struggled with expressing how I felt. Whenever there was an issue which needed to be addressed, rather than addressing it, I kept it to myself, expecting Victoria to understand how I felt without saying anything. Now, because I wasn't able to communicate correctly how I felt, we weren't able to resolve any conflicts. And if you can't resolve any conflicts together, well, then how are you supposed to grow together, you know? Now, although we had done LDR for nearly the entirety of our relationship, there was a period where we were in the same country at the same time for like, I don't know, a couple plus months. Now, it is to note, my Asian parents weren't a fan of my relationship. They both had felt that I was taking this relationship a bit too seriously, especially considering my age. Now, I don't blame them. I practically slept over almost every time we'd hang out. And for an Asian Catholic household, that was pretty intense. And it didn't really help either that, you know, we were having sex. Well, I'm just keeping 100% real. So obviously, they were really against the idea of me hanging often with Victoria. 
At the time, we had argued back and forth about my inability to spend time together longer. To her, staying longer was an ample opportunity to make up for lost time. However, I was more concerned about respecting my parents' wishes, and I expected her to know that. But nonetheless, I still wanted to accommodate to Victoria's concerns, and so I decided to take her out to this fancy schmancy dinner. I thought if we were limited by time, why not make every moment we have together memorable? I ended up settling with this really expensive-ass seafood buffet because Victoria loves seafood. I told mom and dad about my plan to take Victoria out, and they were totally against it. For them, they couldn't understand why I should be investing so much time and money on a short-term relationship that won't last. We had argued for a couple days before finally mom and dad caved. Now, although I'm more accustomed to, you know, Western culture, generally speaking, I'm from an Asian household, and the shit that I did was straight up disrespectful. You know, dad was furious, mom was pissed. And you know what? Rightly so, if I may add. But regardless whether their opinions were well-founded or not, that's not, uh, that's a, that's a no-no. You can't be treating your mom and dad the way that I did, which is not good. That's messed up. So yeah, I got my way, but at really what cost? So date night comes around, I'm obviously ecstatic. You know, we had met up at Victoria's before leaving together to the buffet. We were both dressed in all white. We were matching. She looked beautiful. I looked fucking fresh. It was going to be a great night, you know, I, I can't lie. However, that night, she kept nagging on and on, asking how long till we've got before I had to bounce. I kept shrugging it off, but she was really persistent and it honestly ruined the mood. She kept at it until finally... I broke. That night, um, I cried. I felt like Victoria didn't recognize and appreciate how much I had sacrificed. You know, I'm a family guy, no pun intended. They're everything to me. We've argued before, obviously. It's inevitable, but not like that. As I cried, I felt remorseful. I just I couldn't believe I fought with my parents over someone. I just couldn't believe it. Now, I should have told Victoria that my family particularly weren't exactly comfortable with how fast-paced our relationship was. If only I had that conversation earlier, we could have avoided this entire altercation altogether. You know, she wasn't stupid. I think Victoria definitely had her suspicions regarding how both mom and dad felt. But we never really properly discussed about these matters or even addressed it until that night. Apparently, the reason why Victoria had kept pestering me on and on on how much time we've got left was because she wanted to be in control over a situation she knew she had absolutely no control over. That's how she coped. But I didn't know that then. And I would have known that if we had simply communicated. She had felt that despite living now in the same place, it still felt like LDR. Imagine after waiting patiently for months after months, and now when everything you've wanted is literally within your grasp, it still slips right through your fucking fingers, man. Ultimately, our lack of communication eventually resulted in the lack of trust, which in turn led to my relationship's downfall. Now listen, if you don't trust each other, forget it. The relationship is pretty much done. Which then segues to my next point. Mistake number two. Change must come only from within. Never ever impose your SO to do anything unless they are 100% on board. So what am I really saying? When Victoria had moved countries, she had a difficult time establishing new friendships at her new school. 
Being the quote-unquote new girl, air quotations, there were numerous occasions whereby a lot of the guys would be overly flirtatious around here. Guys, if you know, you know. Now, although she had taken a preemptive measures to ensure nothing would escalate, it made me really uncomfortable. Now, amongst all the thirsty assholes, she matched to befriend the school's dropout. Let's call him Kanye, because deadass, he looked like Kanye, but like Walmart's version. Now, although he had no BS attitude, uh, which I fucking respect, I, I still didn't like the dude. Honestly, it's because I was high-key jelly, and I also felt that he wasn't a great influence on Victoria, as a lot of his life choices were questionable, to say the least. However, Victoria genuinely saw Kanye as a close friend. Regardless how many times Victoria tried to assure me nothing would happen, I had this like uneasy suspicion that low-key Kanye might attempt something. Like, he gave me, like... I like you vibes, you know? Like, that's how I felt when I was around him. Now, nearly every other week, Victoria would go clubbing with friends, and occasionally they would all stay over at Kanye's right after. She'd argued back then that it was a lot safer to stay over than traveling home alone. Disclaimer, the country that they had lived in wasn't exactly the safest, especially after a night of clubbing. You know, makes sense. Now, whenever she'd stay over at Kanye, she either would sleep separately away from others or she'd share beds if there weren't any beds available with pillows separating both sides. Usually, she would sleep separately, but if she had to share beds, it would be with her girlfriends. One night after clubbing, again, she stayed over at Kanye's, but rather than sleeping separately as usual, she instead shared beds with Kanye as there wasn't any beds available. You know, I tried to play it off, but eventually jealousy got the better of me. I strongly disapproved, and she knew about it. But she insisted, arguing nothing would happen, claiming I didn't trust her and felt the need to prove me otherwise. Next morning, however, Victoria calls, explaining that she had woken up to Kanye hugging her from behind despite the pillows separating them both. I was fucking furious. I fucking knew it, bro. Apparently, nothing happened, but I felt betrayed. We then later had a heated argument, which lasted roughly about a week. At the end, I made Victoria choose between either me or him. She chose me, ghosting Kanye completely, ultimately ending their friendship to appease our relationship. But she had done this reluctantly, despite claiming that she'd done it willingly. She did this for me and not for herself. Now that's bad because now she's expecting me to return the favor without any hesitations. I did this for you. Now you do this for me. Not too long after, I then found myself in exactly the same fucking situation, except flipped. I was her and she was me. Bottom line, she didn't exactly like my close, close friend. Her reasoning was she had felt this individual wasn't a great influence because he was a bit of a dick. I mean, she wasn't wrong, but I didn't think he was completely a dick, honestly speaking. I mean, not enough to ghost him, as I don't think anyone's 100% a dick. Um, but she basically asked me to cut ties. I didn't, obviously, because I didn't think he, I didn't think it was necessary. She then later found out and trust was broken. And then the relationship definitely deteriorated from there. I think this is a bit far-fetched, but all I'm trying to really say is please don't do anything for anybody unless you are 100% down, especially when you're dating. Nothing ever good comes from imposing your wants over others. Change genuinely should derive from oneself. If not, it, it gets really messy. 
I'm not saying you shouldn't address what you're not comfortable with to your SO, but if you've addressed it and you can't find a genuine compromise, that's definitely an indicator, bro. Sometimes it's just, it's for the better. Lastly, mistake number three. Don't ever lose yourself. Seriously, don't. Oftentimes, to please others, we tend to sacrifice bits of ourselves for that said person. Dating Victoria wasn't necessarily beneficial for whom I was particularly. I like talking, especially to others, but she didn't like that about me. At first, she had thought it was an endearing trait, but later slowly disdained it. She didn't like how overly friendly I was towards everyone, an insecurity derived from a lack of trust, as mentioned previously. Now, although valid, it shouldn't be an excuse nonetheless. I wasn't entirely myself when around Victoria, and neither was she. It's harsh, but it's the truth. We definitely stunted each other's growth. I ain't capping, but my relationship was fucking toxic. She literally speaking was my entire world. I didn't focus on anything else except for her. I used to, but then shit hit the fan and I had to devote my attention to my failing relationship. It's sad, but she no longer trusted me anymore. We constantly argued, nitpicking each other over small, insignificant things. Heck, I don't even remember half the shit we argued about. Day in, day out, I'd be constantly video calling her, attempting to assure her of our failing relationship. LDR, remember? I didn't have a life. I wasn't myself. Neither was she. I felt trapped. I couldn't do this or that in fear for her outrage. I suppressed all that frustration until one day I fucking lost it. Never pent that shit up. <laughs> Trust me, it, it doesn't end well. Can you believe it? I was so frustrated that during Victoria's graduation, I ghosted her. I wasn't able to attend the ceremony in person, so the very least I could have done was be there after, but I wasn't. She cried, obviously, but it wasn't because I wasn't there. No, it's actually because she was worried that something bad had happened to me. I ghosted her for a few days, ignoring all her calls, and all her messages before later finding out she was admitted to the hospital. That wasn't fun. We shortly ended things, but then merely a few months later, I then reached out again, apologizing due to the overwhelming amount of guilt that I had felt, and then later getting back together with her again. But it didn't take a year before we ended things again. So what was the whole point of that, to be honest? Whether we'd like to admit it we both tried to accommodate each other's needs, desperately attempting to rekindle what was left by sacrificing ourselves. We abandoned the harsh reality that we weren't compatible anymore. We weren't helping each other fulfill or exceed our potential. We weren't pleased with one another. All we had was our attraction to each other. And that's it. I've learned that who you choose to date should be an extension of you, you are not them, they are not you, but you are you. You both should complement one another. That's honestly what I think a healthy relationship should entail. Ultimately, I couldn't accept that we couldn't work out. It was honestly my stubbornness that partly led to my ruined and failing relationship. If you know yourself, you can prevent such things from happening, and especially from preventing unwanted pain. Now, in conclusion, all that I'm really trying to say is that when you're going through a breakup, oftentimes you may think that the fault is solely on the other person. But in reality, when you actually think about it, when you actually reflect about it, you'll find that you are just as guilty as the other person is. 
and in fact, maybe even more. Honestly, I'm just really grateful for being alone for this entire year because if it weren't for me being alone, I wouldn't have this revelation that I have today. Don't get me fucking wrong. It 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 sucks, bro. It sucks to be in your thoughts alone replaying over and over and over and over again but it is so essential if you want to grow as a person during my relationship with victoria i was a fucking selfish person and i'm going to admit that with 100 confidence however i'm not just admitting it i'm accepting it and after i've accepted that i can be this type of person i'm going to change for the better and I think that's really why I want to talk about this topic with you guys. It's because that, yes, you have to understand that you've done some shitty things, but it's really important for you to accept it so that you can move on and grow. These mistakes don't define you. For the longest time, I had thought that um, the mistakes that I had made in the past, including my relationship with Victoria, defined who I was today. But that's not true. You defined yourself today. You are the captain of your own ship. And so it's important for every single one of us to really accept who we are and fucking move forward, bro. Because that takes true fucking courage, man. To just say, I was fucked up and now I'm willing to change. Now, I would like to read a verse from the song Your Turn by Ty Dolla Sign. It goes something like this. I was there to teach you something that you never knew. I will reach up to the sky, pull down a cloud for you. Want to see you happy even if I'm not with you, even if I'm not with you, and I was just your turn. Although it really does pain me um, to accept the fact that uh, we are, or our relationship didn't work out as I thought it would be, because honestly, I thought that we'd be together for a very long time. I've accepted that maybe it just wasn't meant to be and maybe she was there in my life and I was there in her life so that we both can learn something new. You know, after not communicating for almost like one year-ish plus, I decided to just check on her Instagram uh, how she was doing. When I pulled up her Instagram feed, the first photo that I saw was with her and her new boyfriend. And honestly, it just made me really, really happy. Well, why am I happy? Well, because she moved on and that now she's with someone that makes her really happy. Honestly, after we had broken up in spectacular fashion, I was really worried that she wouldn't be able to find someone that she could care for. But after seeing you know, those pictures, it gave me some sort of relief. And it also showed me and gave me that realization that maybe it's better off this way. Because maybe, just maybe, we are not fit for each other. And honestly, the more that I think about it, I think that's really true. And to be honest, I'm really happy. And she's also really happy with her relationship too. So win-win, bro. Win-win. Now, I hope um, these personal experiences of mine can be really helpful insights to every single one of you. Please take everything I've ever said here with a grain of salt, um, as these are just merely personal observations that I've learned over time. I ain't no fucking expert, so please don't quote me on anything, okay? Um, but hopefully these... Um, these different incidences in my relationship can give you a, a more broader mindset onto how to tackle certain things in your life. 
with that being said uh, thank you guys for tuning into my part by part series talking about love and relationships and with that being said i'll catch you guys next time thank you so much for tuning in peace out brother Thank you.